Hello. Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, fat lippingest, basketballingest, uh, baloney sandwichest, horse ridingest, horse ridingest uh, recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. 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 Um, and yeah, so, okay, so this is, I'm going to, I'm going to be very, I'm going to be frank with you, even though I am Sammy and tell you that I missed a good chunk of the episode last night. I was trying to watch along, um, but I was making dinner and yeah, my significant other is not like a big fan of the franchise, but he did let me watch it for a little bit. And then he went upstairs. He really can't handle it. It's like a dog whistle or something. I don't know. Um, sorry. Uh, but he puts up with me, so it's okay. And um, so I, I didn't catch all of it. And I kind of like walked away from the episode being like, that episode was boring as fuck. And like, who cares? And it sucked. And then it turns out that it just so happened that like every part I walked away from was the interesting stuff. Oh, and I was like, oh, wait, someone left? And, oh, there's a there's a new villain? And I was like, I missed all of it until I rewatched <laughs> it today. Like, I kind of tried to skip around to, okay, what parts did I miss? Let me make sure I watch those and, yeah. you know, see how those go. And then I was like, oh, well, this kind of changes my feelings about the episode. I don't think it was the most interesting episode ever. It looks like things are going to get more interesting and juicy as we go along. But I was actually pretty surprised at like where things went. So that's what I'll say. Just so my point is if I miss something, which I very well could be missing something, just make you can, you know, feel free to fill in and be like, Sammy, you big dummy, you missed this part. Um, Hopefully, hopefully I was paying attention enough so that I have the opportunity to call you a big dummy. I know. Usually I carry us. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, but yeah, so, okay, here's the deal. Um, so we ended the last episode kind of wondering, you know, how many guys are going to stay. Uh, we figured most of them would stay um, for Tasha, but I think what I didn't expect, I mean, it's kind of great, but what I didn't expect is how positive they would be about Tasha, where they were basically like, yeah, fuck that other girl. This is exactly who we wanted. <laughs> um, that uh, sucks and is also very funny. So yeah. like a lot of them were like, uh, wait, who was it? It was Ivan. He was like, I was going to head home, uh, I think. You know, like I was, I feel like I was on the chopping block. But now I have a second chance. And you know what? You are more my speed. So this is <laughs> this is great. And uh, Canadian Blake was like, yeah, you're way better and you're way more real. Oh, Blake. My and little I was Easter like, Island statue. Love, love, love. Um, and then, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Jason was like, um, I'm having a tough time and I thought I was going to go home, but I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I'm going to see how it goes. And she's like, okay, great, cool. And and then so she meets the guys in the house and everything seems to go pretty well. And they're all pretty positive about it. And they were like genuinely excited when she walked through the door too. Oh, yeah. They, all, they were I mean, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Know, like this has been like a prison situation for them. They're trapped at a La Quinta resort with a bunch of TV cameras, a bunch of dudes they don't know, and one woman who they're supposed to be dating who doesn't seem to be interested in them at all. So this has right. been a hellscape for like two, three weeks for them. So now they're like, oh, it's Tasha. That's probably the best scenario that could have ever happened. So mm-hmm. they're feeling very lucky. And might I say, Tasha's dress is super cute too. It's very gorgeous. Um, oh yeah, super it's gorgeous. Like, it's like architecturally confusing. Um <laughs> Like how does how does that all stay together? But I'm impressed. Um, it's like a very pretty, like like goldeny color, and I really liked it. Anyway, so Tasha, if you're listening, 
Loved that first night dress. Fantastic. Um, but that's not it. You know, she met 16 guys and Chris Harrison was like, oh, come on. You thought that was it? <laughs> Please. We've got another limo for you. <laughs> and this was when I was like putting in the tofu and prepping the veggies. So I missed some of it and I had to go back. But so that so it was weird for me because I was like, wait, who's the Spencer guy? <laughs> And then I was like, oh, he's from the limo, I'm sure. So how many guys came out of that limo? I think it was, I mean, there was was four total, I want to say. Okay, I didn't think it was that many more guys. Like, I thought they were going to be like, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. We're going to give you 16 more guys. But it was just like, you get four more. (laughs) Like, okay. Round out the roster here. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I guess that's sure. I mean, there are no rules anymore. So I guess we're living in COVID times. Let's make it start with 20, 16 yeah, guys got, who didn't originally come here for me and then four new ones. <laughs> so the four new ones we got, we got Spencer, who's the dickhead white guy. Oh, uh, I can't wait to talk about Spencer. Montel, who was the bright salmon jacket man. Uh, and then Peter and Noah who are just kind of boring white guys, but Noah's the boring white guy with the mustache. Yeah. Let's talk about this mustache. Um, I respect it. I respect it. I hate it. Well, as, as someone who has spent quarantine uh, specifically working towards making myself look as aesthetically repugnant as humanly possible by not cutting my hair and growing a disgusting mustache, I have gobs of respect for this man. However, the difference here is, I'm married, and uh, you know this guy. Mm, he's trying to he's trying to find a wife, and I think if I was actively pursuing romance at this point, probably would shave. So <laughs> well, let's put it this way: my ex had a mustache, or well, he tried to grow it and failed all the time. Uh, it was like the worst looking thing I've ever seen in my life, and he would always use Movember as an excuse to grow a mustache and raise like no money because he was bad at everything. I can confirm that his mustache was absolutely awful, but just uh, terrible world to know it is, it is technically Movember or whatever, but I've been growing this thing since March. So March, but like, so I guess I'm like, you know, a little traumatized by bad mustaches is my point. And, and I know that I know that like, I was the one who kept it under control, okay? I was the one who spared everyone from that terrible mustache. And now he can just do whatever he wants. And I'm sure he just has terrible mustaches all the time. And the problem is it just never grows in. Like, this guy Noah, okay, at least it's kind of growing in. But, like, I don't like mustaches. I just don't. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, if you've got, like, a mustache beard thing going on, that's totally different. Like, you know, I grew up with that. That's very familiar to me. And that's fine. And I think a lot of guys can rock that and look totally normal. But like his mustache, yeah, isn't even good. It's not even like, because like I have a friend who has like a actually very good mustache and it's like very classic, you know, waxed end, you know, thing. And he's been doing it forever. It's it's not like this is a new thing for him. He's been doing it for as long as I've known him, you know, Um and I accept, I accept it on him, you know. But on most people, I'm just like, no, you're not allowed. Have you seen mine yet? I well, oh. wait. Didn't you pose next to a toilet? I did. Someone put a toilet in my front lawn, so I went outside. <laughs> I saw a picture it. of it with the toilet, which felt appropriate. Yeah, oh, <laughs> toilet face. That's me. <laughs> I just like, I mean, I'm not like a big facial hair person in general. And then when yeah. you pick the worst kind. Yeah. um, It's like besides like what? Like like a goatee or something. Like I, it's patch. just like. That's the worst. You can't soul get patch is the worst. Soul yeah. Soul patch is the worst. Um, so like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like if you pick the like one of the worst facial hair patterns, mm-hmm. like you're just not going to get. You're not going to get any goodwill from me. And like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It just bums me out. I'm just bummed out by it. I, and it's, to me, it's, it's just like shorthand for, I don't want to know you. Yeah. So that, 
is how I feel about that. And I apologize to our many mustachioed listeners who are now going to never listen again. Mm. Mm. Listen, you're all the exception. I bet I like all of your mustaches. Yeah. Maybe. But um, <laughs> no, I didn't say I didn't like yours. I just you said I like saw mine. No one's like my mustache. I said I saw it next to a toilet. Yeah. Okay. That's all I said. If you want to read into that and be like, oh, that means she doesn't like it, like that's on you. Okay. And wait, I'm my look- entire existence. I'm looking at it again. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, it's just so weird because I didn't meet you with any kind of um, facial hair. No, and now, yeah, I know. That's you how I know you like the most. Long, respectable, or short, respectable hair and no facial hair. And now, you know, COVID happens and all of a sudden I turn into some like feral Neanderthal. Yeah, right. but the, t- the toilet was a really nice touch is my point. Yeah, and I would like, encourage, like, I, I, I know that there's a global pandemic, but if you're going to take one risk, I would say take a selfie next to a toilet that ends up in your uh, front yard. Yeah, there it is. Found a toilet in my yard. 19 likes. Pretty good. <laughs> That's right. I'm an influencer. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> and and you replied to yourself. Um, God, I mean, no, we know we now know the way to go viral on Twitter is to um accidentally um share <laughs> Share something about being a a black gay man uh, when you're a a white congressional hopeful. <laughs> you heard about that, right? Uh, no, but <gasps> I'm not surprised. Who are who you? Is this? Oh my god! Oh my god! You didn't hear about this? This blew up Twitter last night. Okay, everyone, this is like fairly breaking news. I was actually, okay, so- I've been, I was actually like doing my job today. It was weird. I actually worked super, super hard. So I wasn't actually dicking around on Twitter at all. So yeah. Okay. This, ha- so this there. happened last night. Okay. This blew up Twitter. I just happened to like catch it while it was happening. Okay. This is a really long rabbit hole for anybody who listens to reply all. I believe this will become a yes, yes, no thing in a future episode. It just has to, um, so this guy, Dean Browning, he, um, so his Twitter handle is Dean Browning PA. I don't know a lot about him, but I know that he was a former Lehigh County commissioner and a proud pro-life and pro-Second Amendment Christian conservative dedicated to enacting common sense solutions to keep America great. So that's what it says in his Twitter bio. That's really all you need to know about him, I guess. Um, but here's the deal. He's it's like a mayonnaise scented candle. If you want a visual, he's the absolute worst. He, uh, he responded to the church of Satan, which he obviously has no idea what the church of Satan is about. Um, but he said something like, well, when the church of Satan hates you, you know, you're doing something right. No, that means you're doing something totally wrong because the church of Satan is amazing. So you're wrong. Mm, But anyway, they're the best. They're absolutely totally the best. Um, I, I wish I had a friendship with them. Like, uh, Judge John Hodgman does. See, I'm name dropping all my favorite podcasts. But anyway, so yeah, they said it's unlikely someone with Christian and their bio would meet our standards for leadership. Please leave us out of this <laughs> word. Uh, but anyway, so I don't know how to even start this, but but trust me, if you look up Dean Browning, you'll find information. But he he had tweeted something and people like he said something about like, uh, let me see if the original tweet is still up. A lot of things got deleted and whatever. And and there are screenshots you can find. Um, but he said something about like, Oh God. And he tweets. A oh, lot. he said, uh, what, what Trump built in four years, Biden will destroy in four months. And then someone responded, uh, you mean what Obama built in eight years, Trump trying to take credit for the first three years, Trump destroyed in three months with the help of the Trump virus. Biden now has to rid the country of Trump virus. Stay away from drugs. Dean, you're clearly high. And then Dean Browning, who I assume was trying to respond with a sock puppet account, but screwed up, said, yes. I'm a black gay guy. And I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My yes. life only changed a little bit and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump, though. I feel respected, which I never do when Democrats are involved. <laughs> yes. So, so, so it gets way better. It so, better okay. 
Oh my God, it gets so much better. I'm sorry that I'm taking you all on this journey, but trust me, it is worth it. It is really good. That's so anyway. All, all about journeys. So that that's true. I'm uh, walls down vulnerable with all of you right now. Mm. So, okay. So this tweet went fucking viral in two seconds and everybody's like, what's happening? What's, what is this? And then he said, Regarding the tweet that is going viral from my account, I was quoting a message that I received earlier this week from a follower. Sorry if context was not clear. Trump received record minority votes and record LGBTQ votes because we just like had there were record votes in general. Like that's not special. Anyway, uh, many people won't say it vocally, but do it in private. And then he goes, here's a message from Dan Purdy, which was the name of of the account that he said he was getting it from who has decided to respond to the controversy controversy. I wish the media would pay attention to the voter irregularities in the state of Pennsylvania as much as they would have this Twitter story, blah, blah, blah. So then this Dan Purdy account comes on and it's a guy on video and he's like, Hey, I'm Dan Purdy. I'm a black gay man. I sent this message to Dean and I'm not really sure how he posted it accidentally. I'm not sure, but I did send him this. I did say these things. This is me. I am Dan Purdy. So then it's like, okay, did he pay this guy? Is this really his account? I don't know. Really confusing. And if you looked back at the Dan Purdy account, it was just, it, it, what it did say, like, I'm a black gay man, blah, 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 whatever. And then, and there were just a lot of like, um, misogynistic stuff, a lot of like anti-black mm-hmm. sentiment, like just, it was really st- like a very strange account, which is like a lot of really questionable tweets. And so then Twitter went to work like they do and they like analyzed his face with a tool. And then they found his accounts on Facebook and an old Twitter account and his medium account and all this stuff. Mm. And the actual name of this guy is Bill Holt. Um, or William Holt, depending on where you are. So B-Y-L-H-O-L-T-E, Bill Holt or Holty, I'm not sure. Um, and okay, so here's, so then they found his accounts and they're like, so wait, you're not, are you just messaging as Dan Purdy or are you, you, you know what I mean? Like, is this really your account or did he pay you to do it? But the weird thing is he had the same like, bitmoji type of thing on his Twitter account and on his Facebook account. So on his William Holt Facebook account, he he had that bitmoji or whatever. Or it was like, it's like the Facebook version. I don't know what the hell it's yeah. called. The, you know, that the person. And then he had that on his Twitter account. That was his profile photo. And this Twitter account was created in October of this year. Okay, okay. And he had other accounts that... Um, have since been deactivated for breaking certain Twitter rules, uh, which we don't know exactly what they are, but we know that he broke Twitter rules and his accounts have gotten suspended over time. Um, his Medium account, which I believe is still up, is is an anti-feminist movie review account. What? That's yeah, yeah. It is terrible. At uh, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe because women can fly. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's a lot of that stuff. I read through some of the posts. So he's the worst. And then, so so people were like, so wait, this is you. You're Bill Holt, clearly. They found his LinkedIn. He like is a uh, like a boutique landscaper. And he's in Pennsylvania. So everyone was like, four seasons landscaping? Uh, <laughs> oh. which, was, which is just like a ridiculous, like, like it's just a great coincidence, you know. Everyone yeah, was like, "Holy shit!" Incredible. That I'll just made it. But then, okay, here's where it gets even better. I'm not even done. Okay, then people were like, "Wait a minute, do you know Patty Labelle?" What? And then they're like, "Wait a minute, did Patty Labelle raise you?" Yes, <laughs> yes. He's like Patty LaBelle's nephew or something, and she I raised know, like, him. Conservative nephew. <laughs> she like raised him like her son, and there's all these pictures. I mean, you, I, I miss. I don't know if his Facebook's still public. It probably isn't, but it was last night, and I was sure going down every rabbit hole I could find, and I'm sure you can find lots of screenshots. But there's a ton of pictures of him with Patty LaBelle. Oh my like, god! Um, on Wikipedia under like Patty LaBelle's children, his name is there. Like, 
it's like this has got this has got to be the same guy, and this has got to yeah. this has to be him. Like, there's just no way it's not. He has there's too much of a footprint of him on the internet for it not to be him. That's crazy. So, like, what? so people are like, how do they like? So does he know Dean? Did Dean pay him off, or is this really his account? And if it is his, and then oh yeah, and then this even gets better. I'm not even done. He had some account called like Soul Cookie Three Two Two or something like Ooh. that. I think it was something like that. Um, Bill did Bill Holt, and he pretended to be two different white guys on there. Okay. And That's it was like, weird. <laughs> yeah. So like he pretended to be a white guy. So it's like, at least at the very least, we know that there were two sock puppet accounts that Bill had. So did, is this a sock puppet account for Dean? Did the two of them run it together? I don't know, but there's some kind of connection That's there. Wild. But nobody is really necessarily admitting to one thing or another. And Dean's trying to get us off his trail by talking about literally anything else, like sharing mm. the news. Yes, like questions about pie today. Like nobody is caring about anything else, Dean. And your career is fucking over, man. All we want to know is how close are you to Bill? Like mm -hmm. we need to know this. So I'm sure there'll be like a little bit more that came out. And I really wonder if like Patty LaBelle will say anything, honestly. Oh, I want a Patty LaBelle statement, official statement. I really want Patty LaBelle to say something. But I just, okay, like his, so yeah, his medium is still up. It's at Bill Holt, at B-Y-L-H-O-L-T-E. Again, if it's Holty, I don't know, but he's also an anti-feminist movie critic and totally garbage. So whatever, who cares if I pronounce his name wrong? Um, but his, his, the last title of one of his, his uh, articles is Garbage Feminism and Television. And he's Ooh. not cool with kick-ass women being in, in movies or TV because no. that means that they have to make the men weaker, you know, like no, they are in real no. life. Yeah, that makes sense. He's not sense. cool with that. Not cool. So anyway, um, sorry, everyone. Did not well, mean to here, take us on me, that long of a ride. Back around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. reconnect us here. You ready? All right. Yep. So, Sammy. Yes. I'm a black gay guy, and I can personally say that Claire did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit, and it was for the worse. Everything <laughs> is so much better under Tasha, though. <laughs> Dude, so that is that has become, you know, you remember that, like, uh, you know, the emotional capacity <laughs> meme? Yeah, where yeah, people yeah. would just resign, that this is the next that people are <laughs> using. And their Twitter responses, it's just like, I can't, I can't deal. <laughs> like someone was like, and Dean is doing nothing for me. Like, just, oh my God. It's so, I, I don't know how much farther it's going to go, but I literally dropped everything I was doing last night and just paid attention to this for like longer than I should have. <laughs> So I needed to share that with all of you because it was just such a ride. It was like, this is a sock puppet account. Wait, it's not. It's a real guy. But wait, the guy's trash. Wait, he had sock puppet accounts. Wait, Patty LaBelle's his mom somehow. <laughs> That's the best part. Like, Patty LaBelle is the that no one saw. That's yeah. the my Chamelon moment. Yeah, it's like, oh, and she's still selling pies at Walmart. Great. Um, Love it. I don't know. So this a good pie. Go buy a Patty LaBelle pie. That's my go buy, well, unless Patty LaBelle endorses Bill Bill's thoughts. If Patty yeah. LaBelle endorses Bill's thoughts, don't buy her pies anymore. <laughs> and then maybe she'll make a statement and then we all get what we want. Uh but anyway, so yeah, I definitely agree. Tasha's better. Everybody thinks Tasha's better. Um Oh, I also had a little note about Zach, and I don't really remember much, except I just wrote, he's an intense guy with a coin uh, that he flipped into the 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 pool. I don't know. He just really, like, something about him just doesn't, I don't like. Yeah, there's I don't a, know there's a lot to not like here. Uh, the new guys, they're, they just come in hot as as villains, and then also, I wasn't exactly floored by most of the men to begin with. So <laughs> I don't know who I'm rooting for at this point. 
We need an, an um, edit so I can have a clear villain and a clear hero because right now everybody is just boring mayonnaise. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's very true. Which brings us to Spencer. So Spencer is kind of like an early favorite for Tasha, mm-hmm. and he's like. I don't know. Douche. I mean, I can let me put it in the words of my heroes of the show, because I will say two of my favorites, uh, Kenny and Riley are amazing and not to cut to the end of the show, but it is it is a good um, they were very good quotes when Kenny was like, you know what, man, I'm just going to be like really honest with you. Like you're just coming off as a dick. So <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, was Kenny. Really Kenny is really I'm he's still a favorite I'm still really liking him that he just shut him down and also like supported what some of the other guys were saying uh you know without fear of consequence I thought was very cool and because he because it's like otherwise Riley was going to be left to like beef with him alone and Kenny came in and was like no you know what you look like a dick and I was like yeah way to stand up you know, for your friend. Like, that's very cool. Because Riley clearly didn't like him. And that stemmed from um, Spencer trying to get attention at the basketball game. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. And so, I mean, and that was just like, I mean, Riley was was fed up with his antics. I think Spencer was playing some dirty basketball and uh, and then he caught an elbow and then he milked it. And then yeah. uh, Riley was just like, I'm from Detroit and we would eat you like a bologna sandwich. I believe those were his words. Yeah. Pretty boy lunch meat. That man is fried bologna sandwich with the mayonnaise all day yeah. is what he so said. People I quoted- who are good on the show and actually have a chance. Um, Riley, good. Probably doesn't have a chance. Easy, good. Has a chance. Kenny, I dig him. He's, he seems like he's fine, I, although he could he could fall off the wagon here. Also, Joe Park, underrated, underrated, but will not do well. Uh, he's a muscular Asian man. I believe the only Asian man on the show currently. I'm Googling Joe Park. See, I feel bad, Joe. I don't remember you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems he seems very kind. He's got this like nurturing thing. Oh, yes. I remember Joe now. But other than he's, that, like, he's a doctor. He's an anesthesiologist and a COVID-19 survivor. Oh, see? He's a hero. So now, ba-boom, take ba-boom. those guys away. We have the new, the douche squad that came out of the car. Um, and then we've got, like, Bennett, who, I don't know. He doesn't seem that bad. They're giving him a good edit right now. But he's a wealth management consultant in New York. And he just like, he, he just, I know you want to hate Bennett. I know you want to hate Bennett, but I, I come on, like he's really growing on me. I mean, I'm going to get kicked out of the DSA. If I say that he's good. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. But like him talking about Noah's mustache was really good. It was. He's funny. He's funny. I'll give him that. And then if you look at some of the other guys that, that have emerged as, I wouldn't say like like leaders, but but people who are getting some more screen time. Guys like Brendan, who he's very sweet, I'm sure, but there's just there's no charisma there. And then you've got people like Ed Ed, who is the uh, I think he's like a healthcare salesman or something. Yeah, like the the forehead and the widow's peak, and he looks like he's going to sell you a Cadillac, and the bumper is going to fall off. Yeah, I can't with him. Yeah, there's there's way too many people. Even Blake, uh, with his, you know, he's he's got some goofy charm to him, and there's a, a purity to Blake. There's an innocence yes. to Blake, but he's a giant Easter Island blockhead, and I do not see him being long for this world. So, I I don't know. I, I'm just there's a lack of of personality that then transitions to actual success on this show right now. Like no one's just going out hot from the gate here. And and stealing yeah. it apart. Although well, I um, think it's hard to when you just got you know trounced for three weeks by a bachelorette that didn't want anything to do with you. So right, yeah. I mean, I think that's like one of the things that's hard is like they're they've been here for a while. Now they got shit on. Now they're working with someone new. There's mm-hmm. new guys coming in. That's a lot of like change and in a brief amount of time 
when you've been like locked in the same place with the same guys for that long in an, in a degree that's more intense than it is on other seasons. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that that's going to be like part of their issue is just like acclimating to this new situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I mean, I feel this way almost every season, but I feel like the people I think are the best. I mean, outside of I think Easy's really good. And yeah, I agree. I think he has a chance. Um, but I always it always feels like the guys that I like the most are never the ones that make it that far. Same as like the women I like the most never make it that far. Yeah. Cause I'm just I'm just looking for something completely different than these basics on the show. But I really I mean, I'm until he like, yeah loses his mind or something i think kenny is like very underappreciated on the show look yeah. at his body and look at his attitude okay and look at his job yeah, it's look at his job amazing baseball. it's the best and he fucking He's got like an american went to school flag, like, with Dwayne wade like oh. what is his life like i every just want everybody talks more he's just like how are you real <laughs> yeah he's just like very cool and and i was and honestly i was really happy that he like stood up and said something to Spencer because yeah. you don't want to leave Riley fighting a battle alone. Um, that's not cool. And so somebody else backing it up then, cause, cause if you have someone else backing you up, then it's not just like a, you know, one, one-on-one -on -one type of thing where they're fighting with each other, they get on a two-on-one, and Tasha eliminates both of them or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. If, if if more guys come in and say, "Yeah, you know what? Like what you're doing kind of sucks," then and then it becomes this team of guys around Spencer. But Spencer's also playing the game smart because he's like, "I'm just going to keep moving forward, and I'm not going to say anything." Yeah. yeah, which is very smart. Um, but I I don't like him either. So I agree with the guys. I think they're dead on. I don't think they're just picking on him because he's the new guy. I think he also needed to understand that he was going to get some of this crap coming in late. So yep, exactly, it's just the way things roll. Um, but yeah, despite all that, Easy made a good impression during the basketball game and everything. And he ended up getting the rose on that date. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was good. And he does, he gets like kind of like, like giggly and stuff and gets like a little cute, you know, when he saw he's like, I'm in my feelings, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like it's very sweet. He's like, seems like a very sweet guy. So that's nice. And, and I get out of my cynicism when I see stuff like that. And, but yeah, it, it still surprises me how many of the men, um, have been like, yeah, you're way better. <laughs> like they haven't even hit it. They're just like, yeah, this is a way better situation. And I'm way happier that it's you. <laughs> well, and again, I guess uh, in defense of Claire, although it's not really in defense of Claire, how could it be any worse? Honestly, what yeah. could possibly be worse than what they experienced? I, you know, yeah. Like, I feel really bad for them. The, you know, they either had to, like, uh, accept Stockholm Syndrome or, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, this is great and our captors are fine and this isn't a problem. Uh, so, yeah. So, that <laughs> I, I'm really happy that they, they seem to be in a better place now. Um, and th that place isn't heaven. That place is with Tasha. But <laughs> same thing, right? Um <laughs> so stupid uh anyway so he gets the rose and then um jason after turning it around in his mind a couple of times mm -hmm. decides he can't stay can't do it because he's in love with claire question mark what yeah that i think he just weird. wants to get home to his xbox okay yeah that's fine i respect although he doesn't He's angling really well to get on Paradise if he wants to, because yeah. uh, which I think is his True. ceiling as a reality show contestant. But he says, yeah, I still got feelings for her. I think I'm in love with her, blah, 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 blah. So I can't do this. And you're going to find happiness because you're great. And blah. Like he he does this in the best way possible. This is textbook. Um, is it sincere? 
I hope not. Dude, you fell in love after two weeks with a woman who wanted nothing to do with you or anyone else in that house other than one guy? I mean, sure, I guess. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I hope that's not the case because, geez, man, that sounds rough. Yeah, like I really doubt it. I mean, if we're being fair, I really doubt it. Yeah. So. But like you said, the new Xbox is out now, came out this past week. So uh, maybe that was his plan all along. Yeah. he, well, Yeah. Um, yeah. He time traveled to the future to be with his Xbox. To be with his Xbox. He, no, he <laughs> needed to go home because he was he needed to uh, pre-order it. Pre-order. So. <laughs> and, then, and then instead of watching the episode where he breaks up with Taysha, he, he went and got the Xbox. And he was just plugging it in. So it was yeah, really. Yeah, that's so true. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's all tied up with the Xbox. I don't know if I'm going to buy that Xbox. I'm definitely going to get the new PS5, though. I will eventually. I probably have to sell a kidney. So uh, if you're listening right now and you need one, I got two. They're both great. You can have one of them. Uh, yeah, it's an option. Just uh, But aim high. I would high. say try to get the Xbox and the PS5 for that kidney. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you could get both. Um, but anyway, so um, this is... Okay, so he leaves, and then we get to the next day, and um, Tasha's going on a date with Brendan. And I missed this part, I think, but apparently in a previous time, Brendan was trying to get a kiss, but Chris just, like, interrupted it. Mm-hmm. So then they just, the producers were like, LOL, let's make this a joke, because we can't go anywhere, so we need... We got to just work with what we got. Yeah. So, so Chris Harrison just interrupted their date like four times. It was fun. We loved it. It was whatever. I liked him getting on a scooter and yeah. serving up cold coconuts. Listen, it's, it's dopey as shit, honestly. Uh, but <laughs> it's just, sure it, is. it's occasionally fun for me to watch them just stretch themselves so thin, trying to find literally anything to do when they are trapped in a relatively small resort trying to do this whole tv show it's incredible stuff just gymnastics everywhere trying to trying to pull something out yeah they're like we've got well um we're in a different pool this time it's on the other side of the resort so it's different it's a different day just trust us it ends with a pool every time and you're not noticing because the background's slightly different or it's at a different time of day. That's how we've tricked you with our production magic. And I'm like, you haven't tricked me. Um, well, and also yeah, looks like so- everything they buy for like the challenges and stuff, it looks like they got it from Party City. So I don't know what level of COVID they were at when they shot this in California, but <laughs> apparently Party City was the only place open. So. Party City had curbside delivery, and they were like, we are all about it. Um, Party so, City. Thanks, Party City. Um, so they so they ended up kissing in the pool. He got his kiss. I really, I mean, they seem to be getting along great. I don't really think Brendan's all that interesting. Now, no, wait, he was married very before? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and, that was your commonality. Yeah, so that's nice. I mean, I get it. I to have been married in the past. Um, and for me, like common ground with my current significant other was like, he wasn't married, but we were in like, like same length of relationships and we both got cheated on. So it was like, oh, like, great. So that means I can trust you, you know, which was kind of nice. And like, when I was like out on the dating scene before that, and like telling guys like, well, I'm divorced, you know, and they were actually like overall very cool with it and like pretty nice about it. Like they were just like, well, that's life. And then like it's interesting because people always get nervous about it. But I I haven't experienced anybody reacting to me negatively about it. Like yeah. my experience was people being like, well, that just means you like know what you want and you've learned and like it's a learning experience. And I was like, oh. Yes, that, yep, that's how I take it. And it was kind of cool to find out that other people felt that way. So it's always interesting when people get nervous about it. Um, but yeah, I for them, because, you know, I've been there. That is totally like a nice shorthand to have where it's like, oh, well, there's some things I just won't have to explain to you 
because you've been through it too. And they both got married really young, which is like a different type of um, experience as well. So that, you know, like that is an, another area of commonality. Yeah, I think Brendan's perfectly nice. Like he seems like a decent dude. I just like, I'm not interested, but I don't have to be. That's the yeah. beauty. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just I, I bored he's, when he's on TV. Same. So, same. He's but he very seems very fan. nice. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yes. Good, Good for you, Brendan. Yes. Oh, totally. Yes. Very much a bring home to mom type of guy. But I'm not going to um, marry you, Brendan. Okay. So back off. Yeah. I just am not. You're, you're not my type, Brendan. My type wears um, uh, spandex so and wigs. So that's just not <laughs> mine too. <laughs> True. Um, how's how's the Switchblade collection going? Cause mine's got a real good one. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so next week we see oiled up men. Oh yes, the oily boys. Oily boys, um, man competitions where they're all like waiting on Tasha for some reason. There's boxing and of course medics. And then apparently, see, this is the problem with guys with mustaches. They just, they put things on their face that don't belong there. And then they try to go into places where they don't belong. Okay. It's just this weird false confidence. <laughs> it's just not working. Um, so we find out Noah's like cutting into dates that he wasn't invited to, which is mm. so shitty. Like there's there's a difference between like sneaking off and Yeah. You know and doing something like this. Doing something like, you know, be like, hey, can I, you know, I think you're saying like that's whatever. Everybody that's like a standard thing for every season. But we can't we need some kind of order here. Otherwise it's chaos. Okay, and I'm not about chaos. I'm about order. And if you're, you can't just, just like, okay, let's put it this way: uh, saying that uh, you're not going to accept the conditions of the group date is like saying you're not going to accept the results of a le- an election. Mm. And okay? who would do that? D- crazy people would do that. No one sane would do that. So. Only a dictator would not accept the results of an election and stage a coup. Mm. So um, Noah <laughs> is like that for this show, basically. Um, and then, oh, yeah. And then what's the issue? Wait, what's this guy's name who called Tasha a smoke show? And it was a problem this for people. Pro- this whole episode is a fucking problem for me because they do this preview <laughs> thing and they just kind of like drop it in while there's still like 45 minutes left of the damn show. So I'm like, is it and what what's happening? Well, well, so I'm talking about the last one, like the last one they do and the last minute. But mm-hmm. they also did it. Yeah. Like before it started. Oh, and we have to discuss the Claire segment, I guess. Which yeah. we didn't. But but they but yeah. So they put it in like after the Claire segment and then they put some of the same clips, but some different clips at the end. So like the first clip, there's a lot more Tasha crying and the second clip, mm-hmm. there's a lot more oily boys. Yeah. It's all very confusing though. Like this, this episode was edited with a rusty chainsaw. It's just complete. I, yeah. I don't know. And maybe, yeah. maybe now that it's like all Tasha, it'll be better. Mm-hmm. And we get to know these guys better. It'll be better. But yeah, I, okay. <sighs> I don't know. I if I got called a smoke show, I would feel pretty good about that. I, Am I, I alone? Feel good about that? I I don't know. I mean, I not don't understand I would, the issue. Yeah, I I don't think that I would ever like just because it it's not a word I use. It's not a thing. Like I I wouldn't be like, yeah, that girl's a smoke show. Like that's just not a. I don't know, but it's. I don't care if I overheard someone saying it. I don't think I'd be like, excuse me, dear sir. What have you called the lady? A smoke show. How dare you? Like, I don't, that's not my reaction. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, I'm like, okay, clearly this is like, um, one of my friends, we were having this discussion like last week. I'm not going to like name names or out or out anybody involved, but I'll speak in generalities. I don't think he listens to the show, but if he does, you know who I'm talking about. Um, 
But he said something like, uh, so he was working with another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours on a project. And this guy just like ghosted him. And and with like no explanation of why he ghosted him. And then when when my friend was like responding like, hey, you know, like what's going on? He had reacted like slightly strongly and said the word damn in his response. And so this guy was like, well, if you're going to swear at me, then I'm not going to do anything else with you. And it's like, really? He said, damn. Are you kidding? Like, like, and it wasn't even like this language wasn't that strong. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, you were just looking for a reason to like to to make it feel like more of a clean break on your end. And so you're saying because this guy swore at you. You don't want to work with him anymore when you already didn't want to work with him anymore and you weren't being straightforward with him. You were just like being cagey and avoiding him. And then you're like, oh, there's my opportunity to say, well, I'm not going to respond to swears. You know, it's like, oh my God, how old are we? Like, oh, you're cussing. Like, grow up, dude. Like, I, yeah, super weird. So that's what I think is happening. And what's this guy's name? It's some like Chase. Chase. Chase Yeah, what's his name? Chasen? I think it's Chasen. Yeah, I think so too. He's got like a 90s TV show. He's got a real like Melrose Place vibe. Yeah, he's got those lips and stuff. And anyway, so he called. So, I mean, he just seems kind of like a, you know, type of guy. Like, I don't, uh, again, not what I'd be going for. Okay. Um, but calling her a smoke show, I don't think is an issue. Like, I mean, unless, unless there's a, I don't speak for all women, obviously, but I don't think there's like a group of women that I know of where if they got called a smoke show, they would be upset by that. Like, that's just like calling someone really hot, right? Like, what's bad about that? Yeah. Like, I want to be called hot. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't get, well, and you're on a maybe. dating show, so it's not like it wouldn't be warranted. People yeah. want to know that they're attractive to the people that they're dating in the context of a dating show. It's not like, it's not like she's walking down the street on her way to get a bagel and a random mm-hmm. guy is calling her a smoke show. That's different, but you're on a dating show. <laughs> like, yeah. Where people are attracted to you. It's perfectly appropriate to within this context. Like, well, I will say, Sammy, I know you don't speak for all women, but I actually do speak for all women and it's totally fine to, to call <laughs> you if you're on the bachelorette. Okay. I'm like Googling smoke show just to see like God. <laughs> if anybody feels the same way, no one calls Tasha a smoke show and gets away with it. Um, <laughs> that's when someone said, um, I just, I mean, it's like, I don't understand what the issue is. Like, I, I really I really don't get it. And my only thought is my only thought is there's either there's more to it that we're not gonna see. And then the guys on the men tell all are gonna be like, Oh, well, this was all the other stuff that was going on that you didn't see behind the scenes. I mean, this is all they chose to show, you know. Mm-hmm. And that could could be it. Um, and then the other the other possibility is They just didn't like him. And then once he said that, they were like, we're going to cling to this and be like, he said that she was a smoke show. And that is inappropriate, ma'am. You know, so (laughs) no good. So those are those are my thoughts initially on that whole controversy, controversy, controversy. Uh, But I and then there's some is he the one that they're calling fake? It's hard to tell. Is there another guy they're calling fake? Is it Spencer? I don't know. But there's clearly going to be other villains coming forth. Yep. More villains, but only one smoke show. <laughs> Tasha. And I just want, I want Kenny to stay good. I like desperately want Kenny to stay good. Yeah. If if Kenny has a, uh, a, a character arc that leads to the dark side, I will be very sad. Very, very yeah, sad. Yeah, Kenny, please. Stay, stay gold, Kenny boy. <laughs> Because we like you a lot, and and you would make a great future contestant for Paradise. Um, he would be a really interesting bachelor with his job too. Like he and he's got more going on than some bachelors have had. That's for damn mm-hmm. sure. So, um, 
I don't know. I just, I stand Kenny. Um, and yeah, justice for Riley and easy looks like he's, he's on the way. And I think they're all more interesting <laughs> than Brendan. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, let's close one, one more time with appreciation. I'll share the appreciation for Bennett if you're worried. Um, cause I do really like that. He was just like, I mean, there's just nothing remarkable about his mustache. Maybe it's a thing in Oklahoma. And I was like, damn. <laughs> it's coming for him. No, Bennett's like, funny. He's really fucking funny. And it's burns are gross. really good. He was perfect at the roast. Like, oh, yeah. I think he kind of knows who he is and he embraces it instead of trying to be like, okay, like, um, well, I mean, we liked him though. Uh, Frank, you know, from Allie's season, because mm-hmm. Frank clearly had a lot of money. To be able to just be like, I'm romantic and I moved to France. You know, it's like, yeah, because you were rich, bitch. Like, please. Um, we understand. And he's kind of like, I'm just a dreamer, you know, but we know that there's like a lot of like funding behind that because you can't just do that in your life unless you have money. Um, but Bennett's like, I know exactly who I am. Okay. Like, I'm a hedge fund manager, I have fancy shit. And I show off my fancy shit and I can burn you within an inch of your life. Thank you. And I'm like, all right, those that debate school or like debate prep, you know, really worked well for you. Obviously, he was on the debate team. There's no way he wasn't. Um, so yeah, I have very unconventional favorites this season. So I hope everybody enjoys that because I don't normally go for uh these types of guys. And um, so that should interest you but we'll see what happens next week any predictions no predictions other than claire goes away forever and we don't have to hear any more about her i think this oh, is shit. It. we should say one quick thing about claire because we keep glossing over the segment that's how much we dislike her she still swears up and down she did not have any communication with dale okay can we move on they're gonna have babies okay what <laughs> i mean I, I, I refuse to believe her. I, I would bet anything they had some sort of communication. Bachelor she Nation. She swears on out. her dead dad. She swears on her dead dad that they oh. did not have any communication. Her dead dad. That's like a lot. So, um, I mean, yeah, we'll, we're, we're, we're watching. We'll see yeah. what happens. And next week, it's the Oily Boys in the Octagon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until then, be good to each other. Be safe. Wash your hands. Um, do Thanksgiving virtually if you can. I mean, we'll see you before Thanksgiving, but just keep that in mind as you're planning. Be safe. Yeah. And uh, hey, don't do needle drugs. Don't do needle <laughs> Even if grandma hands you a needle at Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner table, you say, no, grandma. I'm off the sauce. Put that spoon down. <laughs>